talking about the chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. Real potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Guys, welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, where I interview amazing people with amazing minds, but all I care about is what is in their fridge. Today, we're talking to one of my favorite people in life. I love this woman so much, and I'm so excited to be able to talk to her. She is a singer. She's an actress, and she's my co-star on the Netflix show The Crew. She plays the character Bonnie on Billions, Gladys on Get Shorty, and Receptionist on The Blacklist. (laughs) (laughs) Please welcome the Tony-nominated Sarah Stiles. Sarah Stiles? Did Did I say Sarah? No, Sarah Stiles. Sarah Stiles. There's a T here. I'm seeing a T in your name. My producer gave me the wrong name. Sarah Styles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Dan. Hi, Sarah. I love you. God, I, I miss you, you. I miss you, too. I miss being around you in your orbit. I have a pretty fun orbit. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fun orbit, too, as well. Thanks, man. Well, we just have a lot to talk about, about how we met and about weird pandemic-y stuff. Yeah. Um... Because I feel like I'm reuniting with someone that I, like, went to war with. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> like, yeah. This is... <laughs> Do you remember the makeup room? That was, like, we were, like, one of the first shows back. And it was, it looked like they were going to take our organs in there. There was just, like, plastic hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. It was so intense. It looked like this, like how I imagine, like, the CDC room for when they bring in someone who's got some rare disease. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. Speaking of crazy, <laughs> let us get into your fridge. I'm so nervous. You guys can see Sarah's fridge on my Instagram at standupdan. I have probably never seen a <laughs> more OCD beautiful fridge in my life. Oh my gosh, my husband's going to be so proud of that cuz that is that's him for sure. This is crazy. There is a there is such an economy of space here. <laughs> He loves a container. He's really into containers. He must have been very good at Tetris because, yeah. like, literally everything fits perfectly. We have a lot of wonderful <laughs> condiments. condiments everywhere. I mean, <laughs> I'm just so impressed with this fridge. I would love to cook with this fridge. I'd be worried, though, that, like, everything would go bad because I wouldn't have time to finish it all. That happens. That happens. Yeah. I take care of that. There's stuff in the back that's scary. I mean, yeah, you can't even see. There's so many layers. Jeff was really upset because he saw the picture and he was like, you can't see my sourdough starter. And I'm like, well, babe, <laughs> it's in the back of the fridge. I don't know what you mean. I'm like, they can see your homemade deodorant. So I feel like that's Wait, <laughs> what? Find the homemade deodorant. Where is it? It's is not it on here? that one. It's Did in you the door? Have the door. Oh, wait, you yes. can't see it. You can see it I, in that picture. Um, okay, hold labeled. on. You can see it Holy in that Holy shit. Where is it? <laughs> this? No, no, that is my homemade salad dressing. No, okay. it's a, it's on the door, but you can see it in this, oh, this. picture. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Wait, he makes deodorant? Yeah, he makes everything, like cleaning supplies, bug spray, all the stuff. Wow. He's like more hippie than I am, which is weird because I, I grew up a hippie. But yeah, he's really into that stuff. I mean, most of the stuff in this fridge is—I mean, he made all of it. I yeah, don't. but isn't he like—isn't he like an electrician? Yeah. Isn't he, 
Yeah, and he's working crazy hours right now. So he, like, cooks on Sunday nights and Mondays, and then he goes and does his Broadway show. And they're doing, they're actually doing upfronts right now for YouTube. So he's working wild hours. He got home at, like, I don't know, 1230 or something last night. He was gone all day. I mean, it's just not the stereotypical thing that you expect from an electrician. I right. expect my electrician to, to use Old Spice. Right. No, he well, doesn't. He, he doesn't. makes his own deodorant. What, <laughs> yeah. does he make, what does he make it out of? I don't know, Dan. I don't and know. And why is it in the fridge? There's so many science. It has to be science- <laughs> I guess. There's a lot of science experience, experiments going on. He uses a lot of coconut oil. He buys that in like bulk. I think there's coconut oil in that. I don't know. Oh, wow. Unclear. I Does he smell him. good? Yeah, he smells so good. Oh my god. Really? Well, I mean, at least to me, I think he smells so good. Oh god, you grew up a hippie though. That doesn't tell me. Yeah, anything. that's true. That is true. You know, hippies are always like, I don't like the chemicals and deodorant, so I just <laughs> I rub some rosemary and turmeric under my yeah, arms. Exactly. And that's all I need. That's <laughs> so true. <sighs> That's so true. Yeah, I mean, I have such minimal notes here. You guys really? Even have, you have what? cuttlefish ink. Oh, like I didn't actually know that. Yeah, cuttlefish ink. Like you're making. Does, is that that's got to be for pastas? I imagine he does like a risotto. Yeah, he does a risotto with that. I think. I think. I mean, it's black. It's right. That would make sense. Yeah. 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 Of course. Yeah. You do have, uh, is this for hummus? Are you guys making a, your own hummus here? Yeah. I see a bunch oh, yeah. Of he does his own hummus and, and his own peanut butter and. All those uh, things. What kind of old timey blacksmith did you meet? <laughs> what fucking time machine <laughs> did you take to meet your husband? I know. He's pretty incredible. <laughs> oh my God. He like treats diseases with like leeches and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He also doesn't like, he doesn't do like Advil, things like that. Like he just doesn't do medications or anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. listen, he likes to drink. Those all those vermouths and stuff in the bottom. Mm. Those are all his. He loves a cocktail. We'll get to that because you and I love I know. the sauce. I know. I know. We love the sauce. <laughs> we are unapologetic about our love for the sauce. It's so true. Um, over here you have one one like a dildo cucumber, <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm really picky about cucumbers. Do you do the dildo cucumber or are you into like regular cucumbers? I like the dildo. The dildo cucumber works very well just because like it's so easy for salads to just like slice the dildo and then just put it back and then slice the, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but also, also it's less watery. Like I don't like the seeds and the skin of those like really chunky yeah. ones. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, 100%. I mean, especially like. Those are something that, like the organic ones, like grown in a garden, are always like huge seeds and like, yeah, like the give me the dildo, <laughs> give yeah. me the green dildo, or like a Kirby. The or dildo Kirby. one's just like a giant Kirby, right? If it, I don't know, that's what it takes. Consistency wise, it it tastes like that. it's it's technically called an English cucumber, <laughs> right? And I know this because I thought for the longest time that it was a Persian cucumber, oh. and I took pride in it. I was like, "Yeah, look at that, per- <laughs> look at that fucking Persian cucumber. Yeah, look at what a Persian cucumber looks like." And then I realized, no, actually, the Persian cucumbers are very small. They're tiny. They're t- <laughs> but they're also very good. I like a Persian cucumber. Yeah, tiny but also very good. That's our motto: Persian men. They're very firm. Persian men. <laughs> Tiny, but also very good. Uh, this is, uh, I, 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 yeah, I'm. I would love to to give you shit because that's like my favorite thing to do, oh. but I can't. What's What's this over here? Vegan chorizo sausage from Trader Joe's that like we put in eggs all the time. His daughters are obsessed with it. It's really good. Any good? Yeah, it can make you a little farty, but it is good. You just can't overdo it. You gotta sprinkle it. 
Can't do a whole log. Are you guys vegetarian? No, but we eat so much vegan stuff. Like those are up in the top um, over like the chutney thing. That's uh, Those are vegan meatballs that he just tried this new recipe and it's they're so delicious. He said they had sun-dried tomatoes and seitan and lentils in them and they were so good. But he cooks a lot wow. of that stuff. I don't. I don't know why. Because <laughs> he didn't. He grew I up a meat it. eater. I didn't. I grew up vegetarian. My my parents were macrobiotic for a while. I mean, we definitely were crunchy, and I had never. I hadn't had red meat until I was like twenty five. Wow. Yeah, but I I love it. We, we eat it out, but we don't cook it at home. Really. Yeah, I rarely do too. But yeah, it's funny you have Brad's organic here. I think that's he used that for the meatballs because I know we, that's a new thing in our fridge and I've been putting it on everything. It's very delicious. <laughs> Brad's Organic Sun-Dried Tomatoes. It's funny. I just had an episode with a buddy of mine and we were talking about what Brad's Organic, like how it's like made for like, it's like people who are just like, I need to do the bare minimum to, to get organic <laughs> and just feel like I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Go to yeah. Brad. Brad's going to hook Brad. you up. Brad will hook you up. Yeah. Let me, let's go to the door here. The door of the fridge has... Uh-huh. This is the this is the sauce. This is where the sauce is. The some of the sauce. Some sauce. of the sauce. <laughs> so you actually keep your vermouths in the fridge, which is what you're supposed he, to do, but I yeah. never do. Oh, still you don't? Yeah, I don't think I have Why? a room. I also oh. I'm not drinking so many martinis or mm. negronis where like, you know, so I don't know. Like how often do you do get into those bottles? I don't, but he does like that is his after if he's working day work, that's mm-hmm. what he does when he gets home. He does the martin- gin martini. And apparently the gins are specific to the vermouths. He's very specific about oh what goes with what. You would love it. Of course. Um, he's, like a pre- then, he's like a pre-prohibition uh, bartender as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then at night he does – if he's working a show, he comes home and has – the brown liquor with something. I don't know. That's a different vermouth. Oh, it's like okay. Manha- I think he does like Manhattans and things like that. Oh, so this is the deodorant, by, by the way. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice label-less view. <laughs> what, is, like what does it random. smell like? Tell me what it smells like. I, I don't know. I mean, I smell him. He It smells like Jeff. Right, okay. I don't know. I haven't smelled it like on its own. You have a lot of fun broths here. You've got the yeah. better than jams. bouillon uh, broths and jams. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have one of my pet peeves here. Oh, what is it? My pet peeve is organic ketchup. Oh, really? Yeah, I think regular like Heinz always tastes better than the organic. The organic ketchup never tastes good to me. Oh. Like it's one of the few things where I'm like, give me the OG like <laughs> processed stuff over the organic one. He mostly shops at Trader Joe's and Whole Foods, like pretty much. And then we get lots of stuff from Vitacost and stuff. But so I'm wondering... Do they sell that at Whole Foods or do they only sell like organic stuff there? No, they definitely do <laughs> not like sell It's like I've never Heinz. been to a grocery store before. <laughs> yeah. That's actually true. I really don't because in New York, you know, you have to schlep all that stuff. So I don't do it. Jeff does it. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I still do my grocery shopping like a New Yorker. You which do? Is, which means that like I'll walk into the supermarket just to get like the one thing that I needed and then I'll oh, go yeah. home. And it's like it's awful to do because it takes a lot of effort to go to a fucking supermarket in LA and in New York you can just go downstairs and be like I need black pepper let me get black pepper yeah but like yeah uh, so I just take so many trips to the supermarket it's very inefficient 
It's not good. No, I like that. It's very European, isn't it? I'm so European. Yes, it is, but not to do in L.A. Because every time you go to a supermarket, you have to get parking validation. And, you know, you got to walk over the homeless people. (laughs) I'm kidding. Don't don't cancel me. Okay, so... The reason I love you so much and the reason I have such a kinship with you is because we went to war together. Yeah. Um, we were the first show back uh, post-pandemic for Netflix. And we had to quarantine. This is before anyone knew anything about COVID. So, <laughs> so there was true. no vaccine. No one knew anything. We yeah. still thought that we got it from like touching packages and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah. we were Cloroxing our packages down. Everything, yeah. And Netflix made us quarantine for two weeks. In a hotel in the parking lot of the Roosevelt Field Mall in so loud. fucking Long Island. And it was like a party. So it was like a place to have parties. Yes. Right? Was, Do you remember that? Like yeah. there were always family parties at the pool. It was so loud. Yeah. It was crazy. But we didn't get to the pool until we started shooting the show because for two right, right. weeks we were forced to stay in our rooms and yeah. not leave the door yeah. for two weeks. <laughs> So insane. And we would just have food delivered to our door and we'd have yeah. to just like eat and, and cook in our in our little And the uh, windows didn't open. It was nothing was fresh. There was no fresh air. No. It was just air conditioned. Yeah. And you're cooking all your meals in there, so it just smells yeah. like garlic <laughs> forever. Yeah. It was a crazy time of our lives. Mm-hmm. It really was. And then we started our show and we were still living in that hotel. But I think that the thing that drew me to you was that you're a big foodie, but also you're a big drinky. And you introduced <laughs> me. You introduced me to what has become my favorite white wine. Is that true? Absolutely. What one was it? Well, it was after you went to Blue Hill with Jeff. <gasps> oh yeah, that uh, Santorini one, exactly. right? Exactly, a Certico. Yes. Yeah. It's, called, it's a Certico, and you were like Dan, and you know. Here's the thing. Sarah's one of these theater theater people that they talk about everything and they're just like super excited about everything. Like, oh my God, you're not going to believe this. It's the best wine ever. And then they start crying and stuff. And yeah, you're like, just, okay, jazz relax. hands. I yeah, <laughs> all of it. So many sparkles. Totally. <laughs> so she was going off on this wine and she was like, I'm getting you one. I was like, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm never going to say no to free wine. And you got me a bottle of this wine. Sigalis, a Certico is the grape. And I fell in love with it. And for those of you who have not had a Certico, because it's kind of hard to find, it is a grape that comes from only the island of Santorini. And it is, I spoke about it on, on the, I had, a, I had a, a sommelier on a podcast and we were talking about it. But it only grows in Santorini on hillsides uh, that face the Mediterranean. Yeah. And there is you not a lot of water. There's not. Salty. Mm, yeah, it's in there. There's not a lot of water in Santorini. So they have to suck whatever humidity they get. And it comes from the, the, the wafting of the salty waters of the Mediterranean. And you feel it. It's such a salty wine. And it's just delicious. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so glad. It's crisp. It's great. Yeah. But, yeah, we would shoot all week and then get fucking hammered on Friday nights. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Yes. Is that – we were drinking – were we drinking wine mostly? No. There were a lot of tequila drinkers, right? I can't there remember was, what we were – There was everything Gary drinkers. was really into Japanese whiskey. Yes. He was, like, exclusively drinking that. Yes. And Jillian was, like – and Freddie were drinking, like, White Claws. <laughs> 
Well, Freddie never right. came down from his room. That <laughs> <laughs> And then you and I would be like, we'd be drinking everything. And then like, I feel, and then whatever, I, Kevin like, like, liked us a lot. And so whenever yeah. he was like, wait, I'm drinking this, have some of this. We'd be like, all right, Kevin, whatever okay. you say. <laughs> I'm having 151. All right, Kevin. I love 151. That's yeah, so it was fun times. What has your food life been like lately? Anything exciting that's been, uh, um, or has your husband just been making you the best food at home and you don't even need to worry anymore? Yeah, we don't really go out that much or order in or whatever. Yeah, we really haven't. He makes a lot of great food. Um, God, yeah, no. I have like, I mean, occasionally when we do go out, we always go for crave for the oysters because mm. we love them. And they've got great oysters there. So, But he also got, you know, the shucking glove and knife and oh, he's he, been doing them at home he shuck, too. He shucks at home. Yeah. Yeah. Shucking is not an easy thing. It's not easy to shuck. No, it, it takes, takes a lot. It takes a lot Also, of you always get those, for some reason, we have the luck of always getting those little orange crab things. Do you know what I'm talking about? That no. come out of the oysters? Oh, no. You, I think so. Maybe. That's never, it's weird. For some reason, I'm. It's. It, we were getting them for a while from Citarella, and it was like this batch that just kept coming. And we were talking about at Crave about it, and they said it's actually a delicacy, these little orange crabs that are inside the oyster. But they creep me out. I can't, I can't do it. Oh, you're supposed to eat them? Yeah. You can mm. eat them. Like people like... They're like a delicacy. Like people pay a lot of money for them. And I swear, every time Jeff gets oysters, we have a whole bunch of them. I don't know. He's got the magic touch, Dan. I don't know. Anything anything disgusting if you rebrand it as a delicacy? Yeah. People are like, oh my God, this dog urine is the best. It's a delicacy. I don't know if you knew. In uh, certain countries, dog urine is a delicacy. Try it. It's amazing. <laughs> like, all right, well, if it's a delicacy, I'll drink the dog urine. Oh my God. It's so true. <laughs> You're so, you're like, I will never get over that brain that you cooked or whatever it was. Those pictures. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That was, I was making pandemic brain for my mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, we did weird stuff too. We did we did an octopus. Did I tell you about that? No. But like a, in, a, in the Dutch oven, because we had one when we went to Croatia. We had this incredible meal, uh, octopus under the bell, which, which you have to order like the day before because it takes so long to make it. So wow. if your reservation's at like seven, then they start making it that morning or whatever. But um, Jeff tried to do that in our kitchen. He actually did pretty well. It was really delicious. Did you put the cork in as he was braising it? That's like an the old, yeah, it's like an old like Italian grandmother wives tale that I guess if it's in a, it's not a wives tale if it's an Italian grandmother tale. It's an Italian grandmother wife tale okay. where if you take a – when you're braising the uh, octopus, you're supposed to take a like a wine cork and put it in the – Specifically octopus? Yeah. Oh, I no, I've never heard that. We didn't do I that. Don't know if, I don't know if it actually does anything. It probably doesn't, but it's like who am I to argue with an old Italian grandma on how no, to cook? You shouldn't. So it turned out okay. I've never made octopus. Yeah, that's – he's so adventurous like that in the cook, cooking and I – I, I don't. I would just like saute vegetables every night. I don't it's even very... make brown rice. Like, how do you make rice? I don't know. I really, I, it's good that he's around. <laughs> I'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I did when we were out in uh, Long Island shooting, like when I was by myself. I think I ate a lot of salad. And then I would just like take stuff from Crafty and eat it at night. <laughs> yes, we would steal food. Steal food. <laughs> be like because we were ordering food so we just order extra oh my god that's right we did do that we'd be like i'd like five chimichangas 
<laughs> and three steaks. And like, yeah. wow, Sarah, we're shooting. And like, yeah, I'll, be like, I'll just have a yogurt for now, but I'm going to take that home and have it for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I remember the catering on our show being so, there was like, there was like, Two rungs of catering. There were like the those two, the husband and wife team. I loved them in our lunches. So and then it got weird because COVID got weird and then you had to like individually wrap like every gummy bear. It was so strange. Right. But I remember I got then we had like our regular catered food, which was awful, and I got really <laughs> sick once. Oh yeah. And it was scallops. On a sh- <laughs> on, yeah. I mean, it was a shame on me situation. I'm like, oh, I'll have the scallops with the <laughs> mussels. <laughs> I do remember that. Was that a tape night? It was a tape night. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It was awful. It's funny because, like, being on a multicam show, it's like, I imagine what being in the theater is like a little bit. Kind of, except it's so, you're putting on an entire play in, like, five days with very little rehearsal and it keeps changing on you. So it's so so stressful. Um, But I guess, yeah, because the perform that that performance day. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like get nervous thinking about it. Do you? I get like (laughs) a little bubbly. I'm like, oh god, it's time for our speed through. It's so scary. (laughs) I'm doing I'm doing a project now that's that's like single cam, and I'm like, oh, this is so much easier. Like, yeah, there's no audience. Like, you can just keep redoing things. I know, except the hours. It's like how dreamy are the hours of a multi cam. It's pretty nuts. It's so great. For everyone listening who knows nothing about the TV world, <laughs> uh, we're just fancy actors waxing poetic. <laughs> what is the food situation? Uh, like, so, okay, so you've done a lot of, you're a, a woman of screen and stage, <laughs> and you've, you've done a lot of Broadway, maybe equal Broadway and equal TV at this point? Uh, yeah, I was always more theater- I didn't start doing TV until like my mid thirties, so yeah, I was definitely doing theater for most of my life, and right. Broadway stuff. And they don't. Are you going to ask about the food situation? I am because there isn't one. <laughs> like they don't feed you. You don't get coffee. You don't get. You get nothing. You don't get was, coffee. No, no, no. Like you'll be lucky if there's like a water fountain somewhere where you can refill your water bottle. No, you don't. You don't get that stuff. You can get a birthday cake on your birthday, but the whoever was the last birthday to have happened is the person that buys it for you, not production. <laughs> Shut up. And you don't get paid very much. Listen, theater, and it's so hard. <laughs> it's very yeah, hard. why do I, people do theater? I don't get it's, it. Because it's amazing. I mean, you, you're a stand-up. Like, there's nothing like a live Yeah, crowd, but I get like. paid a lot of money to do it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess, when, I don't know why we do it. I do love it. I do love it. But yeah, there's no food. That's why when I started doing television, I was overwhelmed by crafty and catering. And I would just like... I would take stuff. I mean, I would like grocery shop. There was that one episode of The Crew where Beth is like stealing food. That would be me. Like I can completely relate to that because I was always just – I just got worried that I would just go hungry. I have this thing where I'm like no matter how much like how successful I am or how, you know, healthy my wallet is, I'm always afraid I'm going to be homeless and yeah, starving. I think it's called being an actor. We all have. Yeah, I that. guess that's true. That's true. That's what it is. So yeah, so I would. I feel like this need to like stock up. I don't know. Yeah. Catering is it's a lot, and I don't. I also have a really hard time saying no to things. Like, 
Listen, I'm, I get crazy about all of that. It's hard, right? How do you say no to the cookies? Oh, so it's, a, it's almost impossible. Yeah. And there's like so many, you can try so many different kinds and like before you know it, your plate. <laughs> there is are so, so many different kinds of cookies. <laughs> there are just so many. You cookies. dick, but I mean like on set. Like when they bring, when it's cookie hour and they bring out the hot cookies, how do you say no to that? Yeah, seriously. And then they're like, why aren't you guys skinnier? I know, I know. You guys were so much skinnier in season one than in two. It's like, yeah, because there's fucking, like, we'll have lunch and then an hour later they'll they'll be like, oh, it's a chimichanga day. So we're just doing post-lunch chimichangas. It's so true. Yeah, Billions was really great on food too. Like they always had food trucks and fancy fun things. And really, Shake Shake Shack would come at you know 10 p.m. because we were shooting long, and they'd be like, "Here you go." And I'm like, "Oh God!" Like my outfits and I were so tight, and I'm like, "Okay, I guess I can eat that chicken sandwich with." Yeah, I'll take the shake too. And yes, okay, I'll have some fries. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I must take the shake. It's in the name. It's in the name. Oh my god, that is so funny. So you wait went though. From, have you had the the chicken sandwich at Shake Shack? Or do I don't only, believe I have. It's so good. Daniel Isaac on Billions turned me on to it because I'm like, that's a burger place. You get burgers there. But I'm telling you, that crispy really? chicken sandwich, it's very delicious. You should try I it next time. I love a good crispy chicken sandwich. I I really think Shake Shack does an incredible one. Really. Mm-hmm. Huh. Stand behind it. Interesting. Yeah. So you went, you go from theater where they're like not feeding you and keeping you guys like in a concentration camp, apparently. <laughs> We're just a Groundhog's Day of like, <laughs> da, 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 <laughs> over and over again. And then you go from that to built to like a, a not even just any TV show, but like, well, you did get Shorty before that. Yeah. Which was yeah. also like, yeah. there's a difference between being on a, on a TV show that's like just starting out and one that's successful. Yeah. That's and the true. successful ones, they will, they will, they're like, oh, um, today we're doing Jean Georges for lunch. <laughs> you're like, cool. Yeah. Or you're I doing know. like sushi or like Ugh. lobster and stuff. Lobster, yeah. We had yeah. that at Get Shorty, yeah. When it's a first season, first season of a show, they're like, it's instant ramen day. <laughs> <laughs> Beans and rice for you. That's it. Wait, but in Get Shorty, you're, you're, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there's some nudity. Yeah. I do yeah. a lot of nudity in that. You do a lot of nudity in yeah. that. So how yeah. did that affect your eating habits? Like, oh, for that you eating like couple a bur- of weeks. burger and fries and then having a sex scene? Yeah, no. Uh, Sean and I, you know what Sean and I did who we did that scene together, the one from first season. We di- we just like would run cuz we were in a hotel in Albuquerque at that time and we would just be jogging all the time and eating like just lettuce <laughs> and then we did that scene oh we should we should have looked a little tighter than we were but whatever um and then we would still drink come on Dan, yes. don't be crazy yes. and then um that night after we shot that we went back to the hotel and Billy Magnuson was on the show at that point and we called it was St. Patty's Day, and we were like, we want Guinness, we want burgers, we want Pop-Tarts and chips. Like, he, like, loaded us up, and we got home and just stuffed our faces. It was so good. Oh, and my also, God. And also, I felt so sick afterwards. God, it was crazy. It's always very weird, because then they're like, cut, and then, like, you're in this position with this person, yeah. and you're like, so, uh, what are your hobbies? As, yeah. like, their tits are in your face. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Pea crabs, or oyster crabs, are small, soft-bodied crabs that can live in shellfish like oysters and mussels. Once they enter an oyster, they live inside its gills and feed on the food that filters in. Cool. 
Despite their bug-like appearance, pea crabs, like Sarah mentioned, are considered by some to be a delicacy and even one of George Washington's favorite foods. So if you want to try some next time you have oysters, consider this New York Times recipe from 1907. Arrange a small mound of oyster crabs on a crisp leaf of lettuce and cover lightly with mayonnaise that has been tinted a faint pink by the use of beet juice. Garnish with tiny bits of lemon or fry them like fried fish. Why people in New York in 1907 had British accents, I don't know. We're about to get to the questions that I ask every guest at the end, of, towards the end of the episode, or middle of the episode. And I'm very curious what your answers are to these. Starting with, what is Sarah Stiles' earliest food memory? So, my earliest is tofu, but raw tofu that was marinating in like a tamari-based something that my mom was cooking. But she would do that a lot. And I would always, I just re- remember always stealing the raw marinating tofu because I loved it. My siblings loved it too. And I do remember, I feel like it's my first food memory because I she, that was the first thing she let me cook with her. So I think there was like, it just meant more because then, you know, then we were cooking that with mushrooms, I remember. And we would have that all the time. Like it was our favorite little stir fry. Wow. That's a fun one. Is it? That's a good one. It's not like a bad one. Like a lot of people's first food <laughs> memory is like, oh, I had I had sardines and I wanted to vomit. Oh, really? Yeah. What was yours? What is yours? Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> the the uh, camera's been turned. Has nobody ever me. asked you that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so curious though. I think my earliest food memory was... I think I was probably about five years old and I was with my parents and we went to four or five and we went to Florida and I had a key lime pie for the first time. Oh, so sour and sugary. And, and I was yummy. like, what is this? And key lime pie is a very polarizing pie. Yeah. Um, but I love it so much. That was one. I also went to Israel and had a falafel sandwich for the first time and it was like, what are these flavors? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'd say I love the that. falafel and key lime pie. That's going to be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> falafel and key lime pie, the Danny Dude story. <laughs> uh, okay. You are on death row. Let's okay. figure out why. Okay, I have a good reason why. <laughs> it's whomever is the cast member after your birthday's birthday. And you don't like that <laughs> cast member, so uh-huh. you you didn't get them. You didn't pay for their cake. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. And they're like, "Where's my cake?" And you're like, "And I, I killed get them." Get you a cake. Oh. Yeah, it escalates real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you kill this person. Okay. Uh huh. With and you and you kill them with a cake. You're like, like oh, a, actually, like a poisonous cake. I did it. I actually did. Oh yes. Now or like there's like nails in the cake, and then I smash their face into it. Wow. Oh, that's actually <laughs> way more fun. Okay. Okay. Wait. I take it back. I take it back. It's someone you hate in the cast. It's their birthday after yours. You pay oh, for their cake. Yeah. You bring it, and they're like, great. And it's got the candles. Happy yeah. birthday to you. As she bends down to blow out the candles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You smash her face in mm-hmm. and which there's would, nails. And which wouldn't probably kill her or just hurt her a lot. But then what if the candles were like explosives? And then it like. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes, so yes. that's why I'm on death row. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're on death row. Okay. <laughs> What's your death row meal going to be? I 
really feel like I would like a cheese plate, but like a really fancy <sighs> cheese plate. But I would also like wines. Wait, what? Wines. Hold on. Let me finish. This is complicated. I want wines to go with the cheese plate. And I also want a human being that's going to tell me what – like why this cheese goes with this wine so we can like so that I can have the whole experience because it's good dying. to learn things before you I'm die dying <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no one's ever said cheese plate <laughs> a cheese plate with a wine pairing yeah and, and the guy <laughs> or girl I don't care the gender just a human being telling me why I should like it why what I'm tasting I love that though Oh, yeah, I know. So, it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Jeff it's and I so love it. We're so into like going to wineries and like doing that. It's just it's such a great day. I feel like with wine is where like I I let all that bullshit like I almost like I have suspension of disbelief because normally I'm like, ah, it's bullshit what they're describing, but I'm like, just get into it. Oh, I'm just, into it. And it's so much fun. But you know me, I believe anything anyone tells me. <laughs> Really you're the you're a winery's dream. <laughs> it's so gullible. <laughs> that is so good. All right, so it's a cheese plate. Any favorite cheeses that that you would prefer to be on this plate? I love stinky cheese. Yeah. I really like like a blue. Like I love those kind. I, I don't know. I love I love I love cheese. I will take any kind of cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> cheese. I I love stinky cheeses I like as well. Smooth cheese. I like chunky cheese. I like flaky cheese. Holy cheese. There's just so many different cookies, and there's so many different cheeses. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I like, yeah, you're like the cheese forest gum. There's stinky trees. There's hard trees. There's yeah. semi soft trees. Yeah, cheddar cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love Stilton cheese, which I think yeah. is like a subset of blue cheese. Wait, that was one of the things we did out. I had that wine. Do you remember that wine that like tasted like honey? Do you remember that? From, and I had Stilton, and then you paired, like, that honey wine. Yes, yes. You Wait, loved you, it. Yes. Where did you get that wine from? That wine was from a from a winery, like, in New Paltz, like, upstate right, New York. Right, in upstate which New shouldn't, York. It shouldn't be good, but it was, like, so good. Robert Barrow Winery, and they had this one variety that was so – it was white, and it – it was it had this honey. Yeah, I don't know. It's so good. I remember you and I ate that. Everyone else was like, mm, "No, I don't care." <laughs> What's wrong with these two? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert Barrow Winery. It's called. Yeah, so random. We, we found love- it because we were looking for a place to camp, and they let you camp in their like backyard. Oh, really? Jeff and I went up there and camped, <laughs> and then but then we drank because they we ended up getting all these bottles, and they have a campfire. So we got all these bottles, and then we went to this chocolatier place right down the street. So all this chocolate and all this wine, and we sat by the fire and did that all night and then went to the tent and went to sleep and woke up more miserable than I've, I've been in a long time. Oh, my like, God. Like, just the hangover was so, so heavy, and it was just yeah. the sun beating down on plastic tent yeah. and sleeping bag. It was not good. A hangover <laughs> while you're camping is the least fun thing ever. <laughs> Because you're waking up early no matter what because the sun's yeah. coming out. Yeah. And like you're you can't. kind of sweaty and yeah. You can't lay down on a couch. Nope. There's no Postmates when you're camping. By the way, a sign of a good winery mm. is when they have to double as a campsite. That's how you know. <laughs> <laughs> when people are just peeing on the vines and stuff and just like cooking hot dogs on a fire next to their Cabernet grapes. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> 
I'm going to take um, you there. You're going to love it. I, I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Very down. <laughs> what? I think I might know the answer to this question, but what is oh. the best high-end meal that you've ever had? Yeah. Well, I think I would say French laundry now. Or did ah, you think I was going to say Blue Hill? Because Blue I Hill is depth. Yeah, I love Blue Hill. But we went to French Laundry after we got married because we, we took that trip. Cause, so we got married during the pandemic. So yeah. there were eight people and we ordered food from like the neighborhood and the flowers were from the bodega. So we, it, was, it was very cheap. <laughs> Our right. wedding was very inexpensive. So we ended up spending all of the budget on a trip to wine country and – French laundry, which we just did up in the most extravagant way. We had our own private room. It was just when they were reopening again. Wow. And it was so incredible. And like every part of it, like the, all the little dishes were so cute. <laughs> like everything about it was just really special. Really? Yeah. So I I loved that. But I love Blue Hill because I love the, the, the whole atmosphere there. It's so I've been there a couple times and it's just magical. The big barn and out in the farm. I love it's it. wonderful. Yeah. By the way, weirdly enough, French laundry, mm. after you're done eating, you can also just go camping in their backyard. <laughs> they uh <laughs> they rent it out. <laughs> Thomas Keller needed some extra cash. Yeah. TK. Gosh, they didn't tell us that. What <laughs> yeah. the hell? They don't like to advertise it because it's not a <laughs> it's not a point of pride for them. But if you bring a tent, they'll be cool with it. What is a was there a standout dish from that meal? Yeah, I you know, I knew you were gonna ask that and I can't I really can't remember. It was yeah. one of those things where it's like a fever. The progression dream. of it was just so magical. It's so amazing too, because how can you eat and drink that much and not be just like falling over, you know, from being full and drunk by the end, but you, right. you aren't. It's it's just so wonderful. I also think that there's here's the thing. If we have our own wine, we're drinking at a pace. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, way faster. Whereas when you're doing a tasting, it's like here's just here's a here's a here's a couple of sips, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to like, shoot it. Act like normal human beings <laughs> for these next three hours. Yeah. Don't act like the alcoholic fucking lushes that you are. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> That's so true. What's the best low end meal you've ever had? Okay. Here we go. Yeah. I just came from Maine to visit my sister and all of her children. It was yes. really fun, but I took my nephew to Bolarama for our special auntie-nephew day huh. so we could bowl. And we ordered – he wanted to order a pizza, so I ordered a pizza. <laughs> and it had the – so it's in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I grew up in New Hampshire. The pizza arrived, and I had such – it was like I was brought directly back to my childhood. It's not that I'd had pizza at that place, but there's something about – New England or specifically New Hampshire pizza <laughs> that is mm. so I don't know what makes it different except for the dough is like not really cooked it's kind of underdone yeah the there's so much oregano on it it's really sweet sauce and the cheese again the cheese mm. is so gooey and stringy like you almost like choke on it <laughs> because it's yeah. so stringy but and it was literally like my my nephew kept wanting me to bowl, and I was just like shoving this pizza. I just kept going, mm, oh my god, this is so good! And he was like, "Auntie, what are you doing?" He's like, "It's just pizza." I'm like, "You don't understand. This is New Hampshire pizza. <laughs> I don't wow. know what it is, but I'll also say this: as soon as it starts getting cold, not good. 
it's not good. It's not a good. Oh. It's not good reheated. It's not good cold. Even lukewarm. It's got to be like hot. Wait, but here's my question. Okay. Where is the Bolorama getting the pizza from? They I, they have this restaurant, and they, they had that, and then they also had. They brought us out popcorn, and they didn't charge us for it because they said it was a day old and it might be gross. But that was also delicious. Oh my god! Or maybe I was really hungry that day. But maybe you were stoned way- out of your mind. <laughs> It was. Hold on. I'm I looking- still. I can't stop thinking about it. I texted my entire family. I kept taking pictures of it. I mean, it really was a moment. Okay, it's Bolorama in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah. Okay, I don't I'm even think they have a menu online. You can only get food if. <laughs> you can only get food if you're bowling. It's also candle pin bowling. Thank you for calling Bolorama. Speaking of, I help you. Hey. Uh, this is Dana Dude. Um, I had a question about your pizza. Yeah. Um, I had it last night. It was fantastic. What, where do you guys get that pizza from? Uh, we make it ourselves. Oh, get out of here. I mean, it's just like, yeah. like I'm from New York and I'm like a pizza nerd, but man, your pizza is like incredible. That's great to hear. Yeah, I, I think it's amazing too. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. Thanks. Well, have a great day. All right. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> so random. <laughs> Your story checks out. <laughs> I know. It's really good. Oh, my God. Guys, check it out. Wait, he, Bolorama. He, really, also, he really took pride in the Bolorama pizza. I love it. They kind of all do. like I Because I couldn't stop talking about it. So when I was leaving, I was like, guys, the pizza is so great. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we love the pizza. <laughs> I love <laughs> Just fucking nice New England people. <laughs> also, I just, I really, it was embarrassing. I mean, I was bowling. Like, I would get like three pins each time I would bowl. It was really, we were making a lot of noise. I think we were a little unforgettable last week. <laughs> By the way, people in New Hampshire are so nice. If I called a bowling alley in New York City, in New York, and I was like, "What's the pizza?" They'd be like, "Click." He was like, <laughs> "He was like, oh, thank you so much." Yeah, you want to speak to the pizza maker? <laughs> um, so you and I love the sauce. We know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. What is your favorite drunk food? Okay, how drunk? Oh, like tipsy. Or like spinning. Now we're getting to like constitutional law here. We're really well, they're into the really different gritty. answers. Okay, I want. I I would like spinning. Spinning. Yeah. Toast. Okay, got it. So toast is just to ground you. It's yeah. It's just to line the belly. Yeah, That's like just lo- getting the just job bread. Done. Yeah, I need. Okay. Bread. Got it. What about buzzed? Buzzed cookies, ice cream. Really? Yeah, I know that's weird, but. Uh, because I do love salty stuff and crunchy stuff and fried things. But if I'm tipsy, that's always like – if I'm tipsy at home, I'm always – I want to order Van Leeuwen's ice cream or like milk bar cookies. Like that's wow. what I want. Wow. Wow. Like a, like a really rich dessert. Interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm hashtag team savory when it comes to drunk Yeah. Food. All the time. But Van Leeuwen, what's your flavor? Oh, God. I mean, I love the honeycomb so much. Yeah. That so good. Oh, yeah. Didn't we get a Van Leeuwen truck for the cast? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. We totally did. That's so funny, which was so great to do because I would never normally go to Van Leeuwen because you need a second mortgage to afford three <laughs> scoops of ice cream. I know. <laughs> well, try getting it delivered. I mean, oh, it's... Boy. <laughs> Yeah, that's how bad my cravings are. Jeff's like, why did you spend $30 on ice cream? <laughs> on one scoop of vanilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Jeff, why don't you make some fucking ice cream? You're making everything else. He does sometimes, oh, but I'm that's sure. a little more present. <laughs> Jesus I Christ. Know. 
Don't even start with me, yeah, Dan. Oh, wait. And then isn't like, um, I don't know if you call her your daughter or your daughter-in-law. Your, not daughter-in-law. Your stepdaughter. My stepkids, yeah. Are, isn't your step your stepkids are like insane bakers. Yeah, Addie, the youngest one, is yeah. an incredible baker. And so we have pretty epic desserts anytime she's with us. They're with us half the week and... We have epic desserts from her all the time. She's and like, incredible. She, she makes stuff that's like literally like food competition style yeah. dessert. Like insane. Yeah. And for like, anyone's birthday, you're getting like a triple tiered cake with the crazy frosting. And yeah, she's really amazing. good. Yeah. Amazing. And Shout she sells out. stuff. Oh, really? Let's let's <laughs> let's put her on blast. I know. Well, I don't know what the I don't know what that, I think it's just oh mainly God. through her own personal emails. I don't know if I should do that. Worse? But like, no. but we definitely um, through, you know, the parents and the step parents get her jobs. All Is the she time. on Instagram? Yes. I think it's Butterfly Bakery. It's okay. on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Look, look up at it's Addie, right? Addie. Yeah. Addie yeah. Dodson. Yeah. Addie on Butterfly. It's Butterfly Bakery. She's, oh, that's so cute. She's so delightful. Are you double? Are you sure that's it? Let's check because I don't want to. Give business okay, to the here's stupid my butterfly problem. bakery. Now you're going to call me out because I literally got rid of my social. Oh, you did? Well, just off of my phone because I was having that moment where I'm like, I can't. I need to like take a break. So, I love that. Do you? I love that. No, I want to take it off too. Okay. So it's butter.fly underscore bakery. Oh, you found it. Yes, I did. And huh. Addie, if you're listening, your stepmom was about to shout out the st- whatever the dumb butterfly bakeries. <laughs> Instagram account is and Dana Dute, Falafel Phil, Falafel Phil. Oh God, she's she's a fan. She is a fan. (laughs) I saved the day. So check out Addie's stuff. Oh my God, I'm looking at her page. It's beautiful. She needs to post more though. Yeah, I think she. I'm not. She does check that one, but she has another one too that she posts on. She's yeah, she's so good. Her food is great. Okay, so what about your? Now you're hungover. It's the day Uh, after. Yeah. Now what do we do? These days, when I was younger. It was absolutely um, a bagel with all the things on it, the bacon and the cheese and the oh, egg. Oh, yeah. But nowadays, I'm back to the toast and Pedialyte probably. Oh, yeah. yeah you're, you know? you're, you're a sensible uh, hungover person? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. You know, I really miss New York City when I'm hungover because there really is nothing like an, like an egg and cheese on a roll. Oh, God, it's so good. I don't know why yeah. they can't fucking recreate it anywhere, but like. Yeah, ugh. and it's cheap and you get it. They're, they're best when you like go to the bodega and get it. Oh, yeah, it's the so bodega good. ones are the best. Or like know? the on the street. You don't want the hipster. You don't want the hipster egg and cheese Mm-mm. when they're like, we use artisanal bacon and farm <laughs> fresh eggs. It's like, no, I want to know that that chicken couldn't turn around in its cage. <laughs> <laughs> and that pig was miserable its whole life. It didn't even have a head, actually. It, it, just, it was just the body. You know, exactly. That's what I want to know <laughs> for, for my bodega egg and cheese. Do you have a favorite um, like celebrity chef or celebrity food personality? Well, I'm a huge fan of all of those. Um, oh, Matthew Kenny? Kenny? Matthew Plant Kenny. food and wine, all the vegan stuff. Oh, like interesting. Double Zero and company. I love those restaurants so much, and I'm a big fan of the food there, but then I watched that Netflix special, The Bad Vegan. Yeah, wasn't that about him? Well, his ex-wife, and there was all this weird... I mean, it was so... It changed my opinion about all of... I just am so curious. I still love going to Double Zero, but it's... Wow. There's more to the story, Dan. <laughs> um, it wasn't about him, though, necessarily, but... 
Yeah, I, I love his restaurants and I love Top Chef. So I love all of those people. Like yeah. I love all the judges. I love all the contestants. Like I just love, I love Top Chef. Top Chef I can't believe you're, that you interviewed Padma. That was so cool. I interviewed Padma. I'm, I think I might have Elon Hall on who is a, a Top Chef winner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he might be on soon. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Padma was very intimidating to interview. Yeah, do you get stressed out when you're talking to food people? I don't get stressed out when I'm talking to them. I, the only thing is it's way more easy and almost and way more fun to to talk with people that I know over mm. people that I don't know. Because then right. it's like, I don't know what you're going to be like. I don't know what your personality is like. Like you, I know exactly, you know, how to, yeah. you know, how to engage with you. So that's the only right. thing. But right. no, I love, the, I love the, the big food people are fun to talk to. Yeah. But she's a but the, yeah that's that's good. You answered that very well. Congratulations. Yeah. You're moving on okay, to the next thanks. question. Okay, great. You're trapped on a desert island. There's one food oh, yeah. you're going to eat for the rest of your life. You're never going to get tired of it. What is it? My my mom's salad dressing. <laughs> because then wait, wait, listen, Dan. Okay. I can go fishing and I can plant things and like get leaves and stuff mm-hmm. and I can put it on there. I think a condiment is important. It needs to be a wow. condiment cuz then it'll go far. But also, I love that dressing so much. That was the one you pointed it out and thought it was the deodorant or something. That was top. Yeah, because all of us, so my brother, my sister, and I all have our own version of my mom's, but my mom's is just always the best because she's the kind of cook that doesn't measure anything. She just, like, goes. Mm. And so we do that as well, but it's always a little bit different. Can you give me the, uh, like, what is what what goes into it? What is is it a vinaigrette? it's tahini, olive oil, grape upon, um, lemon, fresh lemon, apple cider vinegar, salt, pepper, and f- chunks of garlic. Amazing. So it's like And a t- it's sort of equal. Well, it's not equal part. Yeah, I don't know. You just keep yeah. fiddling around until it tastes right. It's like a tahini vinaigrette. I love yeah. tahini in anything. Oh, like God, that I is that is such a good go-to condiment. But that's mm-hmm. a very smart smart uh, answer is to bring a condiment to put on all the other island food to make it taste good. <laughs> yeah. I'll put it on the coconuts. <laughs> I'll put it on the papayas. <laughs> You've taken the question a little too literally, which normally I give people shit for, but I actually love how literal, how you took it, <laughs> where you took it. Have you ever had the dressing on its own, just drinking salad dressing? I don't drink it, but I, yeah, but I really do like it. Yeah. I get, it's the first thing when I'm visiting my mom, I'm like, where is it? <laughs> I mean, I got to dip a carrot like, in it immediately. Like, you never want to see me anymore, Sarah. <laughs> Get out of my way, Mom. I know. I do have dreams of bottling it. I'm like, God, if you could just bottle this stuff, it'd be you'd be so rich. Hey, if you want to shout out your mom's Instagram so people can reach out to her, Jenny Wawa. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, you're the most loving person I know. Really? You're the nicest person I know. No. But is there a food? that you just fucking hate? Something you can't stand eating? I don't know how to answer it because I feel like I, uh, because here's why this question's- I told you, I told you, you're too nice for this question. (laughs) This question's hard because you're like, you can't, if you can't stand eating it, why are you eating it? Like, it should be, is there a food that you've ever tried that you think is gross? But like, like, why would you eat something if you hated it? Oh my god! I'm confused by the question. Like, you're so there's nothing that I like. You're like a child. <laughs> you're a child. You're annoying. Is this the longest that these questions have ever. You're an taken? annoying child. Like, what was I doing? I was talking to. I was making fun of my like little cousin. I was in New York last week, uh-huh. and I was like, 
And I was saying, I was like, yeah, girls go to college to get more knowledge. Boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. And he goes, and he's like 11. He's like, yeah, but how did the boy get to Jupiter? He had to make a spaceship. So he's smart. I was like, fuck you. Go it's to Jupiter. It's a good point. It yeah, it is a good point. So, yes, it's a good point. And I'm sorry that you don't like the verbiage of our questions. It's not like I'm like, oh, I hate eating Brussels sprouts, but I keep doing it because I got to stay thin. Like, no. What, why would you keep doing it? I don't know. Okay. What <laughs> Have you ever have tried you ever, something that I really hate? Yes. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I think you should fix that for the because it, it might be hard for people. I'm not to fucking touching it, Sarah. No one's ever had an issue with this except for you. Okay. Okay. Um, I think, like, I, I've never tried that brain, but I don't think I would do it. I think weird meats like that, like like a hard, chunky meat, like um, like, like an organ. organ. Mm. Oh, the idea of it stresses me out. I think because, like, you know, when you're eating chicken and there's like that cartilagey thing. Yeah. That's some, yeah. Oh, I have a real problem with that. Can I tell you something insane? Yeah. Tell um, me. Are you familiar with yakitori? No. Yakitori is like Japanese kebabs. Like there's these small kebabs that you can get. There are these great restaurants that have like Japan, like they just serve little kebabs. Uh-huh. And they will have, they'll skewer like every part of the chicken. It's like a big, mostly chicken. And uh-huh. they have a skewer just stacked up of cartilage. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, I can't, I actually, that can't be real. <laughs> Do it people is. eat that? And you know what they? I've I've eaten it. You know what they call it on the thing? They have they have the different cartilages too. It's called soft knee bone. Okay, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And then there's 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 chicken sternum, which is like you know the the thing that's like the sternum yes, of the chicken. I know what a sternum is. No. Imagine five of them like stacked Ugh. on top of another like and kebabbed. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> That's it. That's the All one. I'm saying a is sternum it. kebab, Dan. I can't stand eating that. <laughs> when you think your life sucks, imagine you were a chicken in Japan. Ugh. They will tear you apart oh, and God. eat everything. Oh. Do you have any... This is my favorite question. Last question. My favorite one. What are Sarah Stiles' restaurant pet peeves? Oh, well, I like people being nice. And I feel like when I go out to eat, because I don't do it that much, like that's also super part of it. So I kind of want to be friends with them, but not like too close. But I want to like feel like, you know, we're like they really enjoyed serving me as much as I enjoyed like eating there. Mm -hmm. So when they're not like that and they don't want to engage and they rush you and it's all so quick and it's I I don't like that. (laughs) I'm with (laughs) you. I like some tension. I like to be seen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I get it 100% because you? you and the server are having like a relationship for the next hour, hour and a half. Like, yeah. you know, like let's uh, let's make the best of it. Yeah, let's have it be joyful. Yeah. No, it's true. I hate, I have no patience for bad service. Yeah. And no, I, I whenever I have someone on who's been a server before, which I don't know if you've ever worked in restaurants. Yeah, but really, I was very bad. I worked at like a pub and I would drop drinks on people and forget people's orders all the time. <laughs> you would have hated me. I would have hated me. keep Um, going keep going (laughs) no but it's a job you know look it's a job and you gotta sometimes you gotta put your happy face on I mean I imagine when you've done your fucking shows on Broadway Mm -hmm. that there was awful things that happened during the day but you didn't bring but you know the show must go on right right very true do you have a worse experience like oh my god the worst thing happened to me and I still had to perform oh and I still had to perform yeah (laughs) I think it's TM (laughs) 
TMI. Awesome. On that note. <laughs> like, Dan, I really, I might end up crying. And oh, I no. know that that was the goal because no. you always call me like I do love to make you cry. It's such low-hanging fruit, though. <laughs> I know. It's so easy. <laughs> oh, my God. Now I'm thinking about that. Oh, is this no. how we're ending this? I'm no. just kidding. I'm we kidding. don't want to hear about how your dog died and you had to go and no. fucking oh, do Avenue Q that same night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sarah Styles, I love you so much. I love you uh, so much. I can't wait for us to eat and drink again. When I have an extended I New York trip, uh, I promise we will make that happen. I know. I, I missed you this last time. So, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I, it was an in and out for a bar mitzvah. Boom. Oh. Turbo Jew, in and out. Good food? No, awful. <laughs> Is that like a wedding? It's the same yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, it's just like kosher food. No bueno. Um, <laughs> uh, Sarah, tell the people where they can find you, even oh. though you're off social media. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably get back on. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get rid of it completely. Um, I'm at Lulubel Styles. That's my tag for Twitter and Instagram. I don't have the TikTok. Do you have the TikTok? I got the TikTok just for fun. Not for fun because everyone said I have to, and uh, but I don't. I don't have the bandwidth for it. Yeah. I, I can't add another thing. I'm trying to take things away. I know. I know. You Same. Know? Well, I love you to death. Thank I you so you much for death. doing this. Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. It's and so fun. do me a favor. Just go smell the natural deodorant and just text me what it <laughs> smells like. I totally I can't will. get that out of my head. <laughs> I will do that <laughs> Tell right him to make me a batch. I want that my house, my, like, my, like, you know, do takeaway present when I come yeah. over for dinner. Like, yeah. here you go, Dan, like in a, like in a little ribbon. Yeah. Here's your that deodorant. added some just really nice vermouth. Yeah. <laughs> you can put them both in the fridge, Dan. What if I bet you the main ingredient in the deodorant is vermouth? Is vermouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff always smells like a Negroni. It's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's not fantastic. You're an alcoholic, Sarah. <laughs> that smell should not be appetizing <laughs> on a human. I love oh, you, Sarah. Thank you. I love you too. Thank you. This episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen and edited by Jordan Aaron. Executive produced by Jeff Umbro and The Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan, and the interstitial music is by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's really important to us, guys. Please do it. If you want more Green Eggs and Dan action, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at StandUpDan. Also, we have a YouTube page where you can actually see me and my guests going through their fridge in addition to other videos. Just type in Green Eggs and Dan in YouTube. Like and subscribe Please, we need a lot of subscribers on that page. You will really enjoy it. It's a very fun element of the show. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.